Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Guy Montgomery, episode 12. As far as I understand it, our first guest and... Boy, do we come out swinging because since 2014, this guy's arguably gone on to become one of the sort of defining voices of stand-up. It's only James Acaster. Lots of fun experiencing this again. Little little squabbles and bickers, Tim and I, they're they're only leaking out the sides this time as um, I think we're... You know, I know it was a long time ago, but I think we were still quite starstruck and surprised James wanted to come on the show at all. Uh, so really fun to listen back. I think we do a pretty good job of playing it cool and staying normal. James does an outstanding job of spotlighting um, the intensity and absurdity of the film and... Um, also, you know, with a with a seemingly genuine concern or interest in our mental health, and um, I really, uh, you know, first time having kind of where we'd made it to at this point reflected back to us by a guest, and an incredibly articulate and funny one at that. So, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know that it's necessarily a high watermark for the podcast, but it's um, it's a lot of fun to revisit. I hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the worst idea of all time, episode 12. I'm Guy Montgomery. I'm Tim Bat. I'm James A. Custer. Woo, That's right. Is, is this our first guest in the booth? I think so. And and James, do lean in. Uh, as you can see, we've got a state-of-the-art studio here, but it's not quite as sensitive as we'd like. So. Yeah. yeah. Don't be afraid to get right up to the microphone so everyone can hear your fantastic opinions on, 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 the, on the film. So, quick rundown on the premise... Worst idea of all time, Tim Bat and I are watching Grown Ups 2 once a week for 52 weeks and we'll review it every time for you at home this week. James Acaster joined us, he's over for the New Zealand International Comedy Festival. 
And um, I, I mean, I'm quite keen to just roll our sleeves up and get right into it. Well, firstly, just a slight little bit of admin. You'll remember from episode 11 of The Worst Idea of All Time uh, that Guy and I promised to watch it twice in oh, one yeah. go to yeah. account for the fact that we were kind of tuned in and out last time because mm. we were dealing with a red wine stain that Guy had created. Yeah. There was a lot of noise. There was a vacuum cleaner. There was a hairdryer. Don't, don't. Bit passive aggressive. That 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 the blame there was solely directed at you guys. Yeah, well, it was solely my red. A bit of an emphasis on the word guy there. <laughs> I had literally sentence. nothing to do with it. Anyway, it, look, let's not get bogged down with the red wine stain. What it means is that Tim and I woke up bright and early. We had an eight thirty screening. Then we had to go to an interview, and then we came right back and were joined by James at high noon for the second screening of the day. Uh, James, I mean, I was watching you watching the movie. You, you, there were some laughs. There were some sort of exacerbated moments. What's your overall feeling? I've personally, guys, I think you've chosen the right film to watch fifty-two times because um, there's so much going on in it that I would need to watch it about fifty-two times to fully take it all in. Um, I believe that you're probably discovering something new with each each watch, and there's bits that you've forgotten about. Um, I, I've never seen a film before that doesn't have a story <laughs> and uh, and yet still manages to take you on a journey, uh, an emotional journey uh, all the way through. Um, I don't know where to start with it. There's well, there's too much. Well, I, I thought I might just say I was really, I, at, the, at the start of the film today, I was really excited having you here because just the idea of you watching it for the first time and that you got to experience like how many characters they're introducing at a rate of knots and yep. just how they tie in a lot of storylines but there's no purpose there's no payoff in any of this and it's sort of having a having a well, first that's timer your opinion james may disagree <laughs> well yeah but having a first yeah. timer in the studio was Big like payoff. there was a reminder of what it's like to watch the movie for the first time i felt today yeah you know like when i first saw kill bill and uh, in the opening scene, she just answers the door and someone punches her in the face immediately and there's a fight. And Grown Ups 2 is like that at the beginning where it's like there's a, instantly like a stag in his bedroom and it, and it pees all over him. And um, and you don't even, don't even need to know what the reason is. Eventually you do, but it's just because someone left the door open. That was it. But like... But like, there's a massive. You know, it's straight in with the action, and it doesn't let up. It doesn't stop at any point <laughs> for the whole thing. There's something happening. There's never a dull moment in the whole film. Something's <laughs> happening constantly. You've picked such a beautiful metaphor for the whole film, and like, it's so like you, something them. crazy happens. Yeah. A, a stag is pissing on everyone. There's yeah. no reason. Well, there is a reason. The reason is someone left the door open, and that, yeah. that is this whole film. Something yeah. happens. Why does it happen? Someone left the door open. Someone did something inexplicable for no reason, and then something happened. But. And then, but it never amounts to anything. It just happens. And then, once they've milked all of the negative comedic value they have out of it, they just do a hard cut to a whole new. To a party. Yeah. That's the way to do any film, I think. You just don't bother with the storyline. And then at the end, you get all the characters, you put them in a party. (laughs) And then you make something happen there. You just go, well, we'll put them all at the party. And I actually, the one bit the film I can definitely defend and say I liked, and I think more films should do this, was the ending. I think every film should end with just getting all the bad guys and just beat them up. Don't, <laughs> don't have any redemption for anyone and just beat them all up really, really viciously. Just fight them and punch them in the face over and over again. It's all you want to see. James, you're a comedy guy. You're an international comedian. Uh, what did you think of the cast? This is, as Guy said in the middle of the film, it's like um, SNL, the movie, but fucking yep. terrible. It's, it's, not, it's nice you know, to see the old familiar faces popping up. Any Adam Sandler fans, any fans of the Happy Madison franchise will uh, be very glad to see uh, a lot of his friends popping up again. Uh, Peter Dante playing the cop. Uh, he's played many people uh, in the past. 
um, if, I, if I can remember any of them. Um, I'm pretty sure like Peter Dante and, and the, the guy with the um, with the funny eyes, yeah, and the guy who played the hippie teacher are all people who just worked for Adam Sandler at one point uh, <laughs> in his just like his general management. Yeah, not even, an, them in his but, I mean, not even in an acting capacity yeah. or a comedic, F- just like his plumber. And he's Fun- like, you want to be in a movie? Yeah. Jump in. Funnily enough, though, after this many viewings, those some of those guys, particularly Peter Dante and the hippie teacher, those are two. Those are characters which I think are stronger than mm. other guys. I mean, yeah. we could use more of them. Well, those playing the same people. Well, actually, the teacher is Alan, Alan Cover is the teacher. I believe that's his name, and uh, he is he's played a lot of uh, more of a variety of characters over the years. So it's harder to place him in films. But he was like his best friend in Wedding Singer. Uh, he was he was the guy who just oh, m- shit, Michael you're Jackson. Right. He and, got uh, old. Yeah, well, look, well in, I think he's wearing a wig in this. Right. I think he's wearing a wig. He's, he's played many different characters in all this. In, in um. And somehow, I mean, we were we were speculating a while ago that Sandler must have dirt on Steve Buscemi. Why does Steve Buscemi keep committing to these? They've been friends forever. Those two, they were in Airheads together. At start, that was really early on. That those two and Brendan Fraser were doing films forever. Steve Buscemi enjoys doing his films, and I think <laughs> the whole film is probably worth it for Buscemi dressing as Flavor Flav. That as I, I imagine that Grown Ups Two started because Sandler said. I want to have a film where Buscemi dresses as Flavor well, Flav and one of them went, well, how about a party that's an 80s party? Who would have that? What about your character from uh, Grown Ups? You would probably hold host a party like that. Okay, well, we'll write a film that climaxes to that. I'm glad you said this because I, I had a thought what might be fun is, is Tim and I will pretend to be network executives, okay? And yeah. you're the guy... You're Adam is, Sandler. You're Adam Sandler. So, well, yeah. no, you're, you're, not Adam, you're just the guy who's... You're pitching Grown Ups 2 to us. Okay, so you've just seen it, yeah. but imagine you're coming in. We haven't given okay. it the green light yet. You're yeah. saying you have to make this movie. And I'll, I'll, if I may, I'd like to give you a bit of preamble on behalf of the network. So, uh, James, thank you so much for making some time with us today. I appreciate you coming in. No problem. Look, as you know, uh, times are tough. We've had the global financial crisis. Yes. Piracy is weighing heavily on our industry. We, we need some dynamite. We need some gold. Uh, please let us know. W- what's your idea? Well, guys, we can only make so many films. We can't make all the films we'd like, right? This, this is true. You'd like to make a film about a stag that runs loose and pees on people. I would love that. On the other hand, you'd like to make a film about uh, a gay aerobics instructor who all the women fancy. Mm. And his funny janitor sidekick who makes them do stuff, right? Mm. But you can't make both those films. But wait, you'd also like to make a film what? about a guy who finds out that... He's actually got a son who's fully grown up and he's really scared of him because he's definitely a psychopath, right? You'd like to make that film as well. Plus, you'd like to make a film about a guy whose wife wants him to have a baby and at the end of the film you discover that she's pregnant. Yeah, you'd like to make that film. You'd also like to make a film about a guy who remembers his wife's anniversary but she forgets that it's it's their anniversary and then he can hold it against her forever. And yeah, you'd like to make a film about James. Uh, I'm going to stop you. There. I, I want to make all these films. <laughs> yeah, but I just don't think we have the money. Yeah, where is this all going? Here's James? the trick, guys. It's one film. <laughs> Fuck off. No. We put all those characters in one film together, a community. We disregard any kind of uh, main plot, and we link them all together. Because you know what, guys? Life is a series of small stories all linked together in a beautiful tapestry, and then we bring them all in at the end. And that is what it's like to be a grown-up. Wait, wait. Two. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. This is how the movie got that made. That was really convincing. It was so good. Yeah. See, that's... This that's, is how it happened. That's what happened. You just go... I, th- I think you just realise there's so much... It's bursting with life, the whole film. There's so much going on. It's I mean, like a summer slammer from um, Burger King. 
Yeah. I can have all of that for $5. Sign me up. Yeah. Well, you can't have all of this for $5. It's, this hasn't even made it to the bargain bin yet in the movie. It, it was a cheap movie considering the cast, though, I think. Um, what did you say? 80 mil? Now, yeah. another thing, James, because we haven't really. I mean, a lot of people are sort of incredulous towards the whole podcast concept. Mm. How do you feel about, about two people watching this 52 times? I think it's good. I think it's a good experiment. And I genuinely do think you've chosen the right film for it. I, I, I think I would rather watch this 52 times than like Schindler's List or something. Or like, yeah, I, I think this has a lot more to offer <laughs> on each viewing. Yeah. I think it's a good experiment. I feel sorry for you guys. I think it's going to be horrible for you. I mean, Thank you. Uh, I d- don't know how much you want to reveal to the listeners, but you were both fading within the first five minutes of this watching. <laughs> uh, you weren't doing well. Uh, Tim. I'm going to say he did descend into genuine depression at one point and that not even like a little jokey I'm going to pretend to be depressed and put on a show I think you were genuinely quite sad I was and really didn't sad. want to be here at all yeah. and Guy was exhausted by the end and uh, well, not happy at all having you here gave me fresh life for the first 20 like I was yeah. in delirium I was actually laughing quite hard at jokes just at the idea that you're seeing these jokes for the first time Yeah. but then yeah I mean I did dip pretty quickly well it, for me it's just the fact that this we watched the movie twice today, and that is a ridiculous proposition. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, I, I never want to see it again. I'm never going to watch that again. I, I don't want to. Of course, I, I, of course and you I would only know. enjoy watching it again if I was showing it to a friend who I knew would hate it. Have you seen the first one? No. No. Would I you? I don't think I need to. I think I've caught up on... I think that's told me everything I need to know about the characters. Um, if every day, also, that's one day. Yes. Every yeah, day, if every yeah. day their life is like that, that is relentless. Not, <laughs> they, 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 they don't even think it's anything amazing. Man. At the end of the day, they don't think it's that spectacular. If the same day that a stag broke into your house and peed all over you, your yes. wife told you she was pregnant, yes. and you had a brawl in your garden with yes. like about a million frat students, yeah. you would probably go to bed thinking... Oh, I can't believe what happened. You wouldn't go to bed, do a sneeze, fart, burp, and then celebrate, <laughs> which is how the film ends. You so succinctly um, name-checked so many features of the film yeah, that yeah. Monty and I have tried to drill into. We have a segment that we like to do on the podcast, which is called The Shining Light. And yeah. what it is is the movie clearly is um, more than slightly intolerable, but we like to pick a bit mm. that we enjoyed on this week's viewing um, that kind of stood out for us as a, as a positive. Something we enjoyed, something that might have caught uh, us off guard as being genuinely funny. Yeah. Do you have a moment in the film that yeah. you genuinely enjoyed? Little The little uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Rock's son shaking his butt when it's full of poop. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. He's, uh, every, every time he does a little dance and shakes around, that's genuinely funny. It's funny that the kid's doing that. Um, especially <laughs> when you think that he's got a diaper full of poo and he's, he's a little kid who knows what he's doing. So mm. he's shuffling his butt around and he knows he's making it harder for his mum to clean his diaper. It's funny. That's a funny concept. That kid no co- is no co- dynamite, eh? Like, yeah. that kid's a great actor. He is pretty good. Um, it made up for... You know, it got me through some of the more misogynistic uh, elements of the film later on. It's pretty, pretty horrific in its uh, perception of women, let's face it. Yeah, uh, well, while we've got you on a roll then, what do you think, you, similarly, the low light? I mean, at what point were you saying this is... Um, most of the scenes that uh, involved uh, the, the, the women just either doing nothing. Let's face it, most of the they've got like three pretty big stars, female uh, leads in this film who do nothing mm. each. They don't do anything. Like uh, they don't do any, they don't do anything. Hayek does the most, and all she does is be a caricature and is really emotional and cries all the time, <laughs> and like is really unreasonable and just has her boobs pushed together for the entire film. All the woman, I think Mayor Ru- Rudolph is the only one who stipulated in her contract she yeah. wouldn't wear a push-up bra. And when we did the yeah. drinking game episode uh, right. a couple of weeks ago, we made rules, and one of the rules Monty f- floated and we went with is that every time there's a push-up bra 
on yeah. screen, drink. Hammered within, what, the first two minutes? We got shit-faced. Yeah. There's so many rules, but so, it's a great so game. Many. But you're right, the misogyny is coming thick and fast. It Quite starts startling. early and it doesn't let up throughout yeah, the film. Yeah, it's really, really crazy. Uh- Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic. I don't know if you remember. And the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Um, yeah, that's a bit silent. Also, I guess the, the low light is when the um, ice cream guy throws a scoop, a metal scoop, and just brains a woman now for no reason. Now, that is Tanya, who is the extra that we will be hosting on the podcast at some point no. in the not-too-distant future. She's a yoga instructor in LA, not an actor, just okay. uh, was friends with the executive producers, I believe. I had a quick chat to her over Twitter. Because right. um, we we were quite drawn to her because I really liked the noise that she made when she got hit and fell down. She right. makes this kind of yeah, and I really wanted to find out if that was additional dialogue recording or if it was That's her Sandler. voice. That's it, Sandler it's afterwards. Her. I asked her. Really? I asked her on Twitter. I said, "Is that your voice?" She said, "Yes." I said, "You're hilarious." She said, "Thank you." I said, "Do you want to come on our podcast?" She said, "Sure thing." I said, "I've got to give you a heads up." We're not huge fans of the movie, but we are watching it 52 times. She said, that's fine. I'm not a big fan of the movie either. Brilliant. So we're going to have a chat to that, I uh, mean, that woman. How do you, uh, speaking of that sort of thing, how do you feel about the extras, James? You got, you've got, because when you, when you do watch it enough, yeah. when you have watched it, you know, say you're pushing 8, eight 9, 10, 11, yeah. 12 times. You, what I like to do, 
is I start watching, I'm not watching the dialogue anymore. You're watching the actors reacting because there's a famous right. saying in, in acting, which is acting is acting, it's reacting. Yes. I mean, do you think that the people, all the frat boys, all the party extras, mm. are they aware that what they're in essentially is a bit of a dunger? I, oh, well, they must be, sure. I mean, I think Sandler doesn't care anymore. I mean, we, we all know he stopped caring a long time ago. <laughs> he got to a point in his career where he went, I will make whatever I like, I don't give a shit. So, like, <laughs> funny people. Yeah, yeah. Funny, well, funny people is kind of, I think, his last was try at a proper one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. it's like, I'm going to do a proper, but then don't do it with Apatow, he's going to leave all the deleted scenes in. And, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's, sorry, that's that is, that, yeah, that's what that movie is. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think they all know that the f- movie's not good. I, I, I imagine on set, while they were filming it, they were all going, this is awful. Yeah. I, I, I can't believe that any of those people thought it was good. But I think they just thought, who cares? We're making loads of money. <laughs> We're really rich. And we just get, I bet it's fun to make. I bet a, fun like, a film like that must be well fun. Yeah, I would think so. You, you got a lot of, it's your mates. You're hanging out with your mates yeah. every day. It's big budget. Well, you know, like it's, it's in a class of big budget. So you've got all the trappings. You've got trailers. You've got lovely catering. You've got people looking after you. You have the assistant too, Mr. Sandler. Um, and you're just you're skiving off. No one's putting too much work in. We we, we also had uh, Rose Metafair dropping in and out of the viewing, and she had quite time. So yeah, not committed party. like you were, James. No, or me actually, Tim. I mean, you were you did a wee in the middle of the movie. I noticed. Go up to get we're some allowed drinks. though. We texted. Made, texted. I texted. That was very, particularly naughty. Very early on in the film, because I had to let someone know that I wouldn't be at a place because I was watching Grown Ups Two okay. for the second That's time. That's okay. Uh, Why let someone know you're a cheater? Know that. <laughs> the whole world now or like 10 people know now the fucked thing is we're watching it twice today to catch up on last time That's because right. I was so stringent about us technically watching this film in totality 52 times so don't to. you dare <laughs> get me up on a technicality okay, look, this I'm time so, I'm sorry Tim, you've got to ease up on that rule though you've got 52 times if another time something happens that distracts you let it go cause you fuck can't, no James you can't let it happen this is the thing if we don't do it all of this is for nothing. Okay. Well, this is, oh, is this is the pointless. one thing pulling us through now. As I say to Tim, I say, because Tim, we, Tim, we've flirted with quitting, or we just there have been moments when we're so despairing. It's like, yeah. what's the? And but then you think, no one cares about someone who watched Grown Ups two eleven times. There's mm. not, there's nothing in that. <laughs> that's not a no. thing. Fifty two times. Yeah. That's, that's a thing. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's You've got to there. get guests every time now, though. You can't do yeah. this on your own every time. There's no way. Well, thank you. I, I feel like that's coming no from way. a place of being concerned for our mental well-being. Yeah. You're rightly so. But the, the, I don't think will... you two can be friends after this. I think we've, well, we've I, grown together and I then think, we grow apart. I think, I think it's made us closer. It's, cre- it's a weird sense of camaraderie that is yeah. created from... Just like we're diving into this little pit. It's not, you've we're got to the, stop comparing it to wars. We're in the, <laughs> it's not like a war. We're in the trenches together, watching this terrible film week after week, trying to enjoy the horrible acting and extras that they picked up who don't have Very similar to war. Um, what I was going to say that Rose said, though, which I thought was on point, was it's like a really well-produced but terrible 48-hour film festival film. Yes. Like, it's just... it's just I, 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 It really hit me today in watching it. It's just so <laughs> many disparate parts... And they think that to create a sense of cohesion, if they reference things that they've introduced earlier in the film, there'll be payoff. But there's no payoff because we don't care about anyone. None of it is, is amounting to anything. And mm. it is. It's a fucking high budget, too long, 48-hour film festival film. It's a Trojan polished herd. I thought at the beginning when they show all their different lives, you think, okay, there's four stories for the whole film. That's what it tricks you into doing. You go, Adam Sandler 
has got his crazy family who are all out of control and there's a stag in the house <laughs> and um and uh the, the guy from uh, Mike and Molly has uh <laughs> Kevin has, James. Has, has got a really stupid kid and he's got to figure figure that yeah. out and Chris Rock's anniversary is happening and David Spade's got a, got a son he's just heard about so you think that's the whole film is those four stories mm. and the fact that that doesn't even last two minutes <laughs> they, 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 they just all their lives change in the next scene they abandon it continually it just bounces around um, an interesting thing that I would like to mention this week is that uh, I thought I noticed it in the first watch today and then I looked out for it and definitely noticed it in the second one Chris Rock's character's name is never mentioned in the film. Not <laughs> once. Because me, I asked Monty when we were... Go, we went and did a little press thing. We did some radio to do publicity for our comedy shows, but we ended up just talking about the podcast. Because yeah. that's what we do now. And um, on the way there, I was like, do you know what Chris Rock's character's name is? Because I feel like we've seen this double-digit times now. Yeah. We should know what everyone's name is. Couldn't think of it. And then on the second viewing, I tried to see it capture any moment where anyone says his name. It's, it's not said. there. The first time you know what his name is is in the credits, and it's Kurt. I think surely there's more examples of that in the film. I can't think of uh, a lot of people's names in that film. Summer Hayek, what's her name in it? They mention that? They do, yeah. they do. Rudolph mentioned her name? Yeah, she's Deanne. They say that. I mean, but it's stuff, it's just they're throwing so much at you, it's really difficult to... To remember the to specifics everyone. of everyone. Yeah. But they should name just once. They should say Chris Rock's name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean, a, <laughs> yeah. lot of th- a lot of things they should. And not a film film. That, I think there's only a few films where that doesn't happen yeah. ever. Another thing I want to drill into while we've got <laughs> yeah, you, James. Um, you're obviously you're a comedy fan. I mean, are any of the people in this film, have you ever grown up uh, uh, like admiring or respecting their work? I mean, are you a Chris Rock stand-up fan? Um... Some Chris Rock stand-ups, re- yeah, really good. Um, I I used to love Adam Sandler when I was growing up. I mm. used to proper, I used to watch Happy Gilmore all the time, and um, I really liked Wedding Singer. Still really like Wedding Singer. I think that's a really good film, and I really like Punch Drunk Love. Uh, and I used to watch all of his comedies. I thought they were really yeah. really funny. And what I, what I liked about them was that it was just him and his mates goofing around. And it didn't matter. And it's a really, but his old films, even they had a really simple plot that yeah, at least went yeah. through it. But now, now all of this stuff is ridiculous. Like nothing's relevant at all. And uh, like, where's that film? That Fifty First Dates film, where yeah. he's an animal doctor. He's a vet, and the only and the only reason he's a vet is so that they can do a scene where some animal shits itself. I can't remember what the animal <laughs> is, but like, it's it's just like because that's not relevant for the whole film, but it's relevant for a bit where he shoves his hand up up its butt and it poos over everyone. <laughs> And so it just becomes irrelevant. Whereas the wedding singer, it was relevant that he was a wedding singer. Yeah. Throughout the whole film, it was important. So how do you? How do you? I mean, does it does it stir anything in you to see them all just mailing in, a, cashing a check like this? Or it's just you're just like fuck it, who cares? They don't. Yeah, I I, I think good on them. I think <laughs> I, I, I think they, they they don't care. And like, and if people are going to keep on like filling out the cinemas watching this yeah. then uh, they deserve everything they get watching these films no one to blame but ourselves. speaking yeah. of watching this sort of thing at the film Tim you were saying earlier you read a, a Reddit AMA with oh, uh, yes. David Spade um, yeah uh, uh, on the website reddit.com David Spade didn't ask me anything which is like a Q&A session and he mentioned that there is a distinct possibility of Grown Ups 3 yeah, uh, like they've. I think he said that they might have started working on the script for it. Well, the whole the whole <laughs> pre- the, the fact that the me. pregnancy things tied in at the end suggests that there's more to come from these lovable 
characters and families. Well, there's infinite stuff. They don't have to ever stop. That whole <laughs> film is a series of just like random events that just keep on happening to them. They can do it forever. They yeah. don't ever have to stop doing these films. They can just have a next, next film. They can sit down and start it now. And you go, right, it starts with... Uh, he wakes up in a skate park and a skateboarder runs over his head. He chases the skateboarder for ages <laughs> and then he catches him and breaks his skateboard. And we'll bring that back later on in the film. That'll, that'll, that'll bite <laughs> and then we go to Chris Rock and Chris Rock's at the swimming pool with his daughter and uh, he jumps in the pool and then he gets his... his ankle uh, bracelet he's got that on it gets get caught on the ladder and he's like swimming around and then a kid comes along and pee, <laughs> pees on him and then uh, no, yeah, I mean, just do that this you're, is the money. you're on the money because we we, make a whole film we, out of it. we pitched another sequel in the grips of delirium after the 48 hour film festival yeah. when we hadn't slept and we watched it and sort of in, in a group viewing afterwards we got quite deep in the idea of starting it doing a kickstarter for grown ups 3D Right, yeah. And we'd ask people to pledge on Absolutely. Twitter how much they'd donate using the hashtag Grown Ups 3D. And we got a little bit of heat. But there'd yeah. be a lot more boners in uh, <laughs> Grown Ups 3D, I feel. Oh, the boobies, yeah. Those are boners and, uh, yeah. It'd just be a horrible idea for society. We, we, we should probably wrap this thing up. Um, Guy Montgomery, uh, I want to check in with your mental stability and just uh, see, assess where, where you're at. A cool dozen watches now? Or 13? No, we call it a dozen officially. Okay, 12 and To so Guinness World Records, we'd say it's a dozen. A cool right? does. You've seen it twice That's today. Right. How are you feeling? Um, look, man, I mean, next week we're doing a live record on the Friday, so that means that I've got a week and a, week and a bit off. I mean... Do we? Yeah. I f- fuck, man. It's, I don't know. No, we do it on Sunday. What day is it today? No, we're doing it next Friday. It's Wednesday yeah, we'll do today. one before then. No, that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't it? It's one one a week. Okay. Look, we're not here to talk logistics, mate. I'm feeling re- I'm feeling good. I'm glad we had James this week. I think he breathed new life into the film. I think he's right. We might need to get more regular guests. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't know how much more new stuff I can find in this thing. I'm fucking working my ass oh, off Oh, do you have here. a shining light? My shining light this week, I said it was that, and you said I might have used it before, but I liked it anyway. It was twice today. I genuinely laughed at the moment. It's in the supermarket. Uh, the lady, Penny, who wears a barrette, mm. She points at it. She says, there's a moment of confusion and Adam Sandler like accused of having brain damage or something. And it was just, I don't know, it was a scripted joke which which worked for me today. You go. Um, How are you doing? What's your shining light? Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay, but I also really quickly want to introduce a new segment that'll be at the tail. Okay. Just bear with me on this. Okay. Firstly, my mental state is bad. I am like, I'm quite terrified now of having to watch it another 40 times like I, genuine fear we've done mm. more than 20% of the work yeah that's a fifth mate and I feel te- James you were sitting next to me yep. you, you, you captured some of the mood like a splashback oh it's horrible back. horrible to see yeah and <laughs> I, never wanted to, I never wanted to see a person like that and I'm, I'm going through that another 40 times like I, I hate the movie I hate, okay. I hate watching it I okay. hate the experience it's getting pretty bleak what was your shining light <laughs> my shining light today was in the scene where they're at the garage uh, and um, Higgins reveals that he's been fooling around with uh, quote unquote Fabio the um, the muscular lady muscular and, uh, da, 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 oh, what does he say? He says, oh, he's talking about hiccups again. He says she's really hot. And then she goes, if she's so hot, why don't you make her your late night booty call? And then Kevin James says something. And then he says, oh, no, she's going to kick the crap out of me. And there's an extra that they cut to who is an old man working in the garage who looks back inquisitively. And I just think he nails it. <laughs> he was my shining light today. There's a triumph of watching it 12 times, Tim, that you picked her up on there. I'm really proud of you. My new segment oh. for this podcast right. is called Top 3. Let's so blitz through it. We're going to do a top three every week on a new thing, and today's top three is going to be the top three stunts. Okay. 
Uh, counting down backwards, obviously. We haven't talked about this at no, all, so this is Sorry, a shit show. Definitely one of the top... Okay, uh, Officer Dante on skis on the roof. Oh, of course, yeah. Comes charging down, shooting guns in the air and lands in the water. Great. Phenomenal stunt. Really good Really good physical humour. Great gag. Uh, James, you do one. Um, I, I would say the uh, when Swordson is on the blow-up life raft and rolls into the rec center or whatever it is. it's some building it's not even even say what it is but then he does a little roly-poly and just this, I like that I like I like it when he does that um, for me it would be the Shaquille O'Neal cartoon throw of a man okay. over a house yeah I thought they really who definitely would have died yeah oh, a couple throw. of people die in this film if you kind of look at the biology of it I'll tell you who should die Nick Swartzen when they're in the bus you see how yeah. they rip him down he just drops yeah. on his neck and then yeah. slides right down the back yeah. Smashes his head on the back. Part. All right, so there you go. Brand new segment, uh, brand new guest. It's been a hell of a week. Uh, next week, only one episode coming out on the Friday. <laughs> it's a live record at the Classic. So if you want to come down and watch it, it's happening at 5.30. Uh, we'll probably figure out something special for that as well. Thank you so much for listening. Remember not to watch the movie. James, thank you so much for joining us and, and you putting yourself through it. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, lots of love. Don't watch the movie. Yeah, and find us on Facebook. Now, fuck off. Fuck off.